Welcome to The Five. Today is June 14th, 2021. Joined today by Ben on my right, just the two of us today, and I am Tyler. Five topics for today. The household net worth has doubled in the last 10 years on average. The end of Fat Amy, a pitch perfect fame. Is it still a quiet place? Companies pushing employees, employees to prove they're vaccinated. And national parks are overwhelmed with people. So let's hit those in order as we go here. So the NBC News reports today that the average household net worth has doubled in the last 10 years. Uh, hitting the important points here, mostly equity holdings, gain in household value, a lot of that like as houses are worth more. But it's an interesting thing because I, I think a lot of people don't really understand or appreciate what net worth actually is. Yeah. And then that's, I think, is an interesting point to touch on. Uh, pretty much like your asset things that are worth money, stocks, bank balances, things like that, your house value, minus pretty much any loans, car loans, mortgages, uh, student loans, etc. Whatever is left over would be your net worth. You can like your net paycheck, your net worth, assets minus liabilities. It's a general thing of that. I started doing that on like an Excel spreadsheet in like 2005, which has always been kind of helpful to get a to get a a gauge of things. Do you guys ever keep track of like net worth? Most people don't, I don't think. No, no, <laughs> no. We usually, yeah, we just let our, our banks. We get stuff in the mail all the time, and uh, we we I gotta be honest, I don't want to look at it. <laughs> I I would suggest it, like yeah. I mean, just like a mm -hmm. Google Doc or Excel or something, yeah. or it could be a Google Sheet or Excel, just yeah. like assets and then minus liabilities i think it's in it's helpful because a lot of people i think i think it's easier to try to know where you're going if yeah. you actually know where you're at yeah so of the interesting points in here was uh let's see thanks a lot of it is a surge in the stock market mm -hmm. uh let's see the total balance sheet for households and non-profits rose to 136 trillion dollars in the first quarter a 3.8 percent gain after 2020 uh, 3.2 trillion came from equity holdings like stocks, uh, and one trillion due to escalation of real estate houses. Houses are worth more right now than they were a year ago on average. Mm -hmm. uh, S and P 587 percent. But that's a so historical perspective. The household net worth has nearly doubled in the last decade, last yeah. 10 years, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people would not agree with that. <laughs> they would say, well, bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people probably would. Right. And so. Uh, yeah, it, it's interesting because right now, like, I keep hearing people say all the time, right now, it's a perfect time to sell your home. Great time to sell your home. It's a great time to sell your home, but then you need a new home. Yeah. So, yeah, you're going to get a lot more for your for your home that you want to, you know, want to sell, but when it comes to looking for a newer home, you're going to be paying even more. Yeah. So it's going to, you know, kind of cancels out. But I guess though, if you're in a situation where you really want to move and you're really like mm -hmm. wanting to get more for your home, now is probably the best time to do it than ever. But at the same time, like you're you're going to be on the market looking for other homes. Yeah. Because so. it's a great time to sell and it's a rough time to buy. Yeah. But most people do both around the same time. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Interesting side note here, federal government debt increased 6.5% in the first quarter uh, to push the total debt level to just below $28 trillion. Kind of a mind-blowing thing you can only get in a, yeah. in a federal government kind of world. That's it's an unfathomable number, $28 trillion. I even <laughs> comprehend something like that. Right. Uh, in entertainment news, are you a fan of Pitch Perfect? 
Yes, I am. Well, yeah, I only now I've only seen the first two. I did not see Pitch Perfect three. Three's good. Yeah, it's different than the first two. They're all, they're all kind of different. I feel like the first two are a pretty similar tone. Yeah. The third one's a bit a bit different, but they're good though. So uh, there is a CNN report about Ribble Wilson, and a lot of her social media following is a little bit worried about her. I don't really think much of our business, yeah. but nonetheless. I guess she was known as, this is her name on Pitch Perfect, Fat Amy. I wouldn't say that about someone unless they called themselves mm -hmm. that. But she called herself Fat Amy on those movies, and she was a larger type woman, but I guess lost a bunch of weight, mm -hmm. and now like all her followers are like, oh my god, is she okay? She's losing all this weight, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think people need to calm down. I think she's, she's, uh... I think she's tired of her body being the butt of the joke. Yeah. Being, you know, and I think she wants to take better care of herself and just be healthier. And then, you know, the, she was casted, there's no doubt in my mind that she was casted for Pitch Perfect because of her weight. Yeah. And, and, and that was a lot of her comedy was pulling from how big she was. Yeah. And that's why she got her, I mean, Fat Amy, Fat Amy for Christ's sakes. But like, um, when you look back at Chris Farley, you know, mm -hmm. like he suffered from depression, similar thing. Like, a lot of the comedy, a lot of the things that people were laughing at in the movies he was in was due because of he was just poking fun at his own weight and stuff, which is, I mean, it's great to make people laugh, but at the same time, like, eventually you want to feel good about yourself. You still want to be funny, but you want to also feel good about yourself. I've heard it's really common amongst, like, larger comedic actors yeah. that they're worried they're not going to be funny if they're not big anymore. Yes. I think I think Jonah Hill said something similar about that because he kind of... Like, you're kind of like the chubby, funny person. You think, well, if I'm skinny, are they still going to think I'm funny? Yeah. And it's like a real, it's a real thing. And I, I think it's probably even trickier for women because they're, they're judged differently than men are based off, based off their size. And I think it's even yeah. trickier for them. But I, agree. I, I don't think it's really anybody's business. At the same time, if you're going to post it nonstop online, you're maybe not discouraging attention no. as well because you could just not post anything and just do your own thing right it is also it is also natural though for if someone is getting fit and getting more confidence they're more likely going to be more active on social media yeah, you're right. because they feel better about themselves they actually have confidence they like the way that they look and point. you know what though they also put they put in a lot of work and time to looking like that mm -hmm. so they want some sort of satisfaction or some sort of an, an award and then also it also might do well for you know her fans who might be in the same position who who look up to her who are or you know yeah overweight mm -hmm. and maybe they look up to her and say hey well if she's doing it i can do it too maybe she can inspire somebody and that's a, that'd be a nice mm -hmm. side of that next thing on the five today a quiet place part two ben have you seen a quiet place part two I have not seen Quiet Place One, but all my friends keep telling me I need to I need to watch them, and I've been meaning to. I've just been busy, you know, with a baby on the way and and the staying active with everything else. But yes, I do uh, eventually here soon plan on sitting well, down and watching it. So I I don't want to give any spoilers away. It was a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the premise of it is right that they're like an alien attack, and they can't. And they're super sensitive to sound, so if you're really quiet, yeah. you can pretty much skate by without getting attacked by the aliens, is, is the general idea of it. Mm -hmm. uh, so the only, if you've seen the first one, I think I think this is safe to say without being, without being a spoiler. Yeah. So as it turns out, the they go sometimes near like this stream river place to talk because of the volume of background noise. And so like, oh, because there's a background noise, they can communicate somewhat verbally without getting attacked by aliens because they have enough background sound. Mm. Uh, 
the part that comes to me is that like they live in this farmhouse, have all these elaborate ways to stay quiet, it's all good and well. Why would you not live next to that river slash stream so mm -hmm. you can communicate with your wife or kids yeah. more naturally on a regular basis? Yeah. It's not to mention a source of fresh water is always not a bad thing. <laughs> if you're trying to live yeah. off the grid and survive on your own, fresh water is always helpful. Yeah. Very strange that they would lose choose to live in a farmhouse instead of create something next to the river. It's one of those right. plot hole things like just live it's, next to the river. It's probably one of those things where whoever was right in that was just like, you know what, there is a big flaw here, but we're just gonna go ahead and ignore it. <laughs> we're just yeah. gonna keep keep writing and hopefully the audience buys it. But so that's so let's see, because that's uh, the first one, I haven't seen the second one, but the first one star John Krasinski, who also his wife, Emily Blunt. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Let's see. I guess in this one they find that there are more survivors, which is typical movies of this of this nature. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but they're, they're saying they didn't expect a sequel, but now, because the sequel's done pretty well so far, yeah. that it might become one of those things like a, mm -hmm. like a universe, so to say, yeah. where they keep on doing more and more things yeah. in the world of that. It's, it's a bit of a surprise though, like I'm an Office fan. It's one, I when I first started watching The Office, if someone said like, Jim from The Office would be like directing movies, mm -hmm. I might have had a little bit of doubt on yeah. the plausibility of that, but turns out that might actually be a real thing. Yeah. I am a director or a writer? Uh, yeah, directed by John, yeah, both. Mm -hmm. Directed by John Krasinski, I think also largely written by him as well. I. I always find that when someone is talented in one thing, they're normally talented in other places too. You ever notice that when someone's like super talented, it's usually it like you can point to like work ethic and they're good at a lot of stuff, being focused and stuff. But they tend to be good at other mm -hmm. things too. You know, like they say, like LeBron James, if he wanted to, he could probably play in the NFL if he wanted to. But uh, just because of just how talented he is, and I can see that in Hollywood with actors and writers and directors, because a lot of actors want to write and direct. Mm, yeah. Sometimes they do all three in the same movie, yeah. you know, and I think it's actually really cool that he's uh, able to do that, and he's also being looked at differently than just as, you know, good old Jim from The Office. Yeah. A little bit more, uh, mm -hmm. more, yeah, more range. Yeah. Let's see. So, Wall Street Journal is reporting, uh, and this is not a huge surprise, that companies are pushing employees to prove they are vaccinated. And I don't have it right here, but I guess some court out west somewhere had just said that, I think it was for like hospitals, that they could legally require their staff to be vaccinated uh, for all the for the COVID-19 coronavirus type type stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just strange to me that Anti-vaxxers are such a such a thing. Yes. Like, let, let's no. not get this free life-saving vaccine. Let's like, instead try to not get which it. Which has posed no problem so far. Yeah. Well, there's zero evidence that zombies are. Yeah. And you know what? If you if if zombies do break out and you get vaccinated, you're going to be on the winning team. <laughs> because there's going to be more zombies, you know, than non-zombies. But also, I'm just joking here. But uh, yeah. I, 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 just go ahead and get it. It's free. I would say get it right now while it's free because it's not guaranteed it's going to stay. Yeah, it's going to become like copays and stuff mm -hmm. eventually, at least. Uh, yeah. I think too. I was, I was happily relieved because I was worried how to deal with that at work here because I was really hoping I wouldn't have to give some kind of ultimatum or force of like you're going to have to do this. <laughs> and thankfully, I, I asked people like, oh, no one had any objections to it, and I was glad because I was not looking forward to being faced. With that, with that issue, yeah, uh, people that were unwilling to do it. Let's see, uh, first wave. Uh, 
Any interesting highlights in here? I'll, I'll glance through. What were we going to say? And I, I think employers should have every right to reject somebody that refuses to get vaccinated. Oh, because you know what? If they have to pay somebody to be off work mm -hmm. because they're sick or they're going to the hospital, especially if they opted to not get a free mm -hmm. vaccination, you know what I'm saying? If they opted not to do that, but they're homesick and then the employer has to pay for that, then it should be mandatory for employers to make, you know, make them get vaccinated. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is they, they say generally in most states that uh, people can be fired for nearly any reason, mm -hmm. and that this would this would fall into that as well. Who are saying it's their it's their right for to choose, but you also might get chosen to not get paid. Yeah, if that's I mean, your choice, it, it yeah, might be it your choice. Your, it is your body. It is your right, but also it is your employer's right to their own money mm -hmm. if they want to pay you or not. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So it's, it's their choice to not pay you. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, and last one on today's the five is there's been a swarm of tourists going to national parks. So everyone been cranked up, right? COVID, yeah. things closed, people not leaving, all the combination of that. Uh, they're saying Southeast Utah has two national parks and millions of undeveloped acres. And someone said, everywhere you go, there's a line. They say just all the time, there's lines everywhere. People having to be turned away. Uh, she went to somewhat, somewhere called the Canyonlands National Park. Mm -hmm. She had to wait an hour and a half just to get inside. Mm -hmm. But they were just saying yeah. that people are just so eager to get out, and a lot of those are helpful too because because oftentimes they're free to get in in the national yeah. park, so it's extra appealing. But they're just they're having to turn people away. Yeah, entering Canyonlands in Utah, normally like a two-hour wait in line just to mm. get in. Yeah, uh, it's nuts. Booming, you know, widespread desire to leave home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to find if there's any interesting. Right. You been in that, any national parks? No, not. I have not been to any national park, but I, we plan on, you know, here soon going to a few. But I think the people in general right now are, even though with restrictions being lessened, you know, more and more, I think people are still uncomfortable being indoors. But they want to be out of the house. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be at home. But they don't want to be in a mall. Or they don't want to be in any sort of building with crowds of people. So I think they they feel better by going out of, you know, being out, but yeah. also being outdoors and doing something free. And I think everyone, I think the whole world is on the same page there. And that's why we have this issue. So here's an interesting factoid regarding that, because just like any anything else, when one area has a lot of demand, people come to a certain area, everything goes. So like around a, around some kind of state or like federal place like that, you might end up with restaurants and lodging, all that, that are also trying to deal with this surge in people. Yeah. So this is in Utah, let's see, uh, is that, yeah, so Yellowstone a 50% increase Memorial Day weekend compared to the same two years ago. Yeah. Uh, okay, so doo -doo -doo. businesses are so desperate. Uh, this is the Moab McDonald's uh, has a sign offering $18 an hour, so twice the state's minimum wage because they're trying to get enough people working there because of the demand that tourists are causing on that particular that particular one. Yeah. Eighteen dollars an hour for McDonald's work is pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And you know what though? I know that that's a that's a problem. A lot, a lot of people look at that as a problem. I look at that as a good problem. That's a great problem that we have so many positions available mm -hmm. open that they are having a hard time finding people for them yeah. and therefore they're actually doubling wages and people are getting paid more and stuff like that. I think this is a good compared to what the opposite where there could be not enough jobs out there. Yeah. There could be so many people unemployed that can't find jobs. Now they're like, 
they want people to come work and I think it's a good problem to have. Yeah, I think so too. Let's see, anything else interesting on here on the end of that story? Supposed to be comments, that mm -hmm. levels. And also, so around that same Moab place, a lot of rangers there can't find a home because mm -hmm. of the booming real estate market. So there's not enough houses to be sold yeah. or the houses are too high. And the next closest town is 50 miles away. Ooh. So that's been a problem too. Rangers being able to live there, Canyonlands. Yeah. And uh, Utah business jump 30% from April 2019 to April 2021. Yeah. 2020 doesn't really count, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so in the national parks, popular right now. People want to be outside, right? Fairly free, but then all the stuff that goes along with it, the restaurants, lodging, uh, etc. Mm -hmm. that would go around there. Not to mention, I didn't even think about it until the article mentioned, like yeah. people that work there, if you're trying to hire more park rangers, they probably need to live somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if the housing <laughs> is too expensive or not enough available yeah. to live at, then it makes it probably hard to entice people to work there if they have nowhere to live. Yeah, that, <laughs> uh, that is an interesting problem, you know, that's, that's crazy, you know, but I'm glad that, uh, I'm glad that business is, well, business is picking up. People are going out places, shopping, eating at restaurants. Yes, I know uh, a lot of these restaurants and places and they don't have enough employees to serve everybody, but you know they're making money. Mm -hmm. You know they're still making a profit, you know, especially if they have less people to pay. I don't see yeah. why they would be not <laughs> making a whole lot yeah. of profit. So I think it, it's great. It's a good problem to have. And uh, I mean, you know, through time, this is probably not going to last. Eventually things are going to go back to normal and people are not going to be so eager to get out of mm -hmm. the house and just have to go do everything right now, you know, I think eventually it'll get better. But the housing thing uh, for the Rangers, that is an interesting problem. I don't know, they can't, it's not like they can just create more homes, you know. And I think, I they think can, that, but it, it's not an overnight. Well, I think thing. it's interesting talking about normal just because like what normal is yeah. and because like, some stuff's gonna, I think, mm -hmm. stay a lot of the way it is now for a long time. Stuff is gonna fall back real quick. Like a lot of businesses realize that instead of having someone fly somewhere for some meeting, they can do it yeah. on Zoom and it will cost them zero dollars versus airfare yeah. and hotel and stuff. But I think the same thing too, if there's an overall demand in these national parks, mm -hmm. do you think in five or 10 years, that demand is gonna be as high as it is now? So you hire, yeah. you try to hire rangers, yeah. probably raise money, raise their wages to entice more rents, they can afford houses there, and then in five years, you need to let go of park rangers because it's, yeah. it's at pre-pandemic levels again. I just feel like that's always the cycle that we're yeah. always on. It's like the demand goes up, more jobs and stuff, but then it falls, it either goes flat or falls, and then people lose jobs. I feel like that's just, our economy is always yeah. overturning. It is a cycle, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, so today's the five recapping. Household net worth has doubled in the last 10 years. The possible end of Fat Amy from Pitch Perfect fame. Uh, Quiet Place 2 and my thoughts on one of the plot holes of the first one. Uh, company is pushing to see if, if employees are vaccinated and the legality of that. And the overwhelming surge of tourists to national parks with multiple hour waits just to enter national parks. Yeah. Uh, so that is today's The Five. I am Tyler. To my right is Ben from TFD Supplies. Please follow us online for The Five Every Day across podcast channels and social media channels. Have a great day. Later.